Roast right. me. <laughs> uh, no one's roasting you. Uh, I'm glad that we had time in this podcast to do a kitchen table TCG video in the middle of the podcast. That's very cool. There you go. Um, it's as bad as I, I remembered. Am- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Cranky Pants. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to May the Zuby with you, America's most crankiest on one side TCG podcast. I am, of course, joined by the man who does not call you back, Josh. I, I, this is ridiculous. I'm also joined by the man who had an intervention for Lorcana. Louis to George. What is up, everyone? And we are joined by George, the most patient of human beings who doesn't doesn't get anybody's <laughs> gears grinded up and doesn't, you know, doesn't just upset anybody right before the start of the podcast. He's a great That's human. True. That's true. What is up, Thank everyone? You. Welcome back to Kitchen Table TCG. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. We're so stoked to hang out and chat with you guys about all things Magic the Gathering and also Kickstarter TCGs. We're going to be talking a lot about some of those. And, and, and uh, we're going to do Lorcana. Uh, let's just go through the quick rundown. We're going to talk about Magic. We're going to do Jumpstart 22. I, I'm really interested to hear George's take on Jumpstart 22. Um, Magic uh, pre-releases have changed. We're going to talk about what that affects stores and how it will affect the market. Uh, we're also going to talk about the secret layer. That's the 30th anniversary edition thing. We're going to do Lorcana revisited. I would like an opportunity to actually speak without George getting upset. And then I will present my thoughts. The comment section was, you were mean to me last week, which is deserved. I did not do a good job at explaining my side of the Lorcana argument. Did we're going to talk about all the Kickstarter games. We're going to talk about Cryptic and Genesis and sorcery has a big update we're going to talk about those three in the kickstarter games category and then we are going to talk about metazoo seance as well as halloween promos i believe and some other stuff so uh all right you guys ready to hop in let's go baby i got a question yes during the during the portion where you talk about uh lorcana are you going to actually mute George? How do you plan on explaining that without I having can, George? I stop? forgot I can do that. <laughs> How do you plan on doing this? I can meet him from the record, but I'm not sure I can meet him from my ear. And oh, so he'll call I might, you. I might have you to can't. be like this. Like I guess already got to be clear phone. here. You got roasted not because you didn't speak enough, but because of what you said. Just that's so fair. we're on the same page, boss. <laughs> that's fair. All right. We'll get to Lorcana when we get to Lorcana. Uh, all right. So Jumpstart 22, we've seen some spoilers come out uh, for Jumpstart 22. And let's back up and say the first Jumpstart product seemingly on paper looked to be a very large success. Uh, but it was also marred by a lot of production issues and supply chain issues in the economy back then. So we went a, a good chunk of time without seeing reprints. Allosaurus Shepherd was like a $90 card. There was a couple other, I think Rhystic Study was in the set. There's a couple other cards that... There was a saw- goblin that was pretty yeah. expensive. Yeah. Uh, and it caused booster boxes, I think at one point, if I'm recalling the numbers right, like 160 to 175, I believe, was was a price point for a jumpstart. Yep. And then since then, we've gotten ample supply of it. I think distribution maybe just ran out of it. No. No? No. They, they, they will get buried with it, just like <laughs> I will get buried with my Modern Horizons 2. <laughs> uh and I, that's not a bad thing to be buried with. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I was about to say. Yeah, I can't if, if you don't want it, send me a send me I'm, a just, I'm very happy with my buying choices, but like 
the number Listen, one Magic the Gathering set of all time, thanks to George Wendt. You guys got to stop printing it. You got to stop printing it, all right? Hey, Mark Rosewater, I've always been nice to you, all right? I've been cool with you. Louis hasn't. Stop printing the set, please. I Listen, need that. I'm not the capitalist pig on the podcast, but if you want to unload some of those bags, you give me a call. That's a phone call I will pick up. That's... <laughs> okay, anyway, back to Jumpstart, away from... Modern Horizons 2. Uh, Jumpstart then came out with Dominaria, was, which was the most recent Jumpstart product, which couldn't be worse. Uh, and there's people defending Jumpstart Dominaria. Those people... Who are they? I don't know. I saw somebody <laughs> defending it the other day. I was like, I mean... Yeah, I, I will say I like Jumpstart the theme. I like the idea. The idea of Jumpstart, you put two decks together, yeah. you play a game with your friends, I think is really great. Um so, George, off the foot, I, I'm assuming you haven't seen the Jumpstart spoilers. Of course I have. We, what are you talking you. about? Isu the Abominate? Abominable? What, what if you hadn't seen the Jumpstart spoilers before 30 seconds from now? What would have your thoughts been on a Jumpstart 22? It, it, like, where would, knowing where we were with the original Jumpstart, where yeah. Dominary is, where, where were your thoughts? So, let me go over Dominaria first, because I think that one was important. What I think people are forgetting is that this replaced theme boosters, which were totally and completely worthless in a way for distributors to screw over new stores who didn't know better. I was that store. Um, And so like now they now they put that chaff into um, jumpstart versus theme boosters, which is probably a better use for the chaff if we're being honest. But like the real answer is like don't print chaff products if you're wizards because there's enough of them in your 8 million boxes that you print for every set um i love jumpstart as a as an idea as a concept um i think it's a really good idea to bring in new players i think it's i think like old players love it yeah um i think they do a lot i think they should have not called the set jumpstarts jumpstart because it makes it confusing that I have now people know all the other jump starts suck, but this one doesn't suck. Because hmm. I think stores are going to struggle with that because they're going to be like, I don't want to buy Jumpstart. I saw what happened to Dominaria Jumpstart. I'm like, no, that's fake Jumpstart. This is real Jumpstart. And well, I think that's going to add some brand confusion. And we know Jumpstart's coming with all the products. We know that it's, it's coming with yeah. Brothers War. We know that yeah. it's coming with, you know, it's, that's seemingly their new thing is there's going to be a Jumpstart with each new product line. When you then see spoilers like uh, Josh, are you are you looking at Isu the Abominable? That is a le- a legendary snow creature. It's a legendary thing yep, in the, the set. Yeti. Does that give you more confidence in the product as a whole? So uh, I knew this going in. First of all, George, you're on fire today. Uh, those were some great takes. That is exactly what I want to say. And I'm a little upset that I didn't get to say it. Yeah, so it kind of sucks yeah. when the three of us are agreeing. On I always things. have great. No, 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 now I'm going to, now I'm going to drop something that you guys can disagree with. The, uh, the Alorius shepherd, the abominable snowman, none of it matters. Not the purpose for this product. I don't care if this product comes out and there's not a bomb in it, in it that makes legacy players want to own it. Commander players want to own it. This set is so much fun to own i have jumpstart one i have 20 to 30 decks sleeved up with their their title card that just whenever i have friends over sometimes we roll a dice we pick decks and you get what you get you shuffle them together and we play this product for that is so good 
I don't care about the value in the box. And I know that sucks for you guys as stores, but this product mm. does what it needs to do when it comes to playing the game. Now, as far as the misnomer of name, the name jumpstart, right, where it's going to come out with every set and replace theme decks, like, I get it. It's a cool way to get people into Magic the Gathering to shuffle up and play kind of quickly. But I, I'm kind of in the train of, like, let Jumpstart be a standalone thing and then just don't print chaff with these. Like, there's an argument for doing it. Like, Magic's got the best way into the game of any TCG because of all those chaff products, probably. Like, you can just get... You can find something to get into Magic on any shelf. But Jumpstart, you know, getting back to Jumpstart, it's this product is great regardless of the value of the cards in the box. Yeah, I, I don't like the new Jumpstart themed to the sets. Like, I, I wish I would have just gotten rid of theme boosters. Like, I, yeah, done it, gotten rid of it, not had anything, and they just made this a set once a year. Josh, I, I disagree with you a little bit. I think I, I like there being a chase. Let me ask you this. When you open those packs and you hit the Allosaurus Shepherd, did you keep the Allosaurus Shepherd in the in that pack or did you yep. sell it okay because nope. i did the same thing but opposite i opened up like two k two boxes the, i think of but then you're not playing with the deck then if you shuffle it up and sleep uh, it then you're not playing with the I deck you're missing a card of the deck i just didn't include that one or the crater who i used those cards to pay for the rest of them and knowing that now my cost basis on that cool product that my friends can come over and play with is zero that, no, that's man, how i handled is- that set now, this is the board game version of Magic the Gathering for me. I don't care that I invested the money in it. I'm not looking to get my money out. Same as when I when I bought Settlers of Catan. I'm not getting my money out of it, but when people come over and we play the game, we're going to have a good time. See, so I think that you need something exciting for Commander and and, and non-Jumpstart players. I just think it brings more excitement to the product when you have a whole There's, list of There's not no reason to buy it. Yeah. Like, it's sure not they like, will. Well, no, they won't. If if there will be less people, more people buy it. buying it for like, yeah, I mean, like, listen, yeah, less like, people buy it. I'm I think sure. I got two cases of the last jumpstart jumpstarter product, which is about two cases too many. Um, like, it's a total dud of a product. He's talking about the, Dominaria. Dominaria. Oh, Dominaria. okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you. Okay. I have. This is yeah. Jumpstart name is wrong to be used set by set. You're right, George. It's the, it's confusing. The core mechanic of the Dominaria jumpstart still was the same it was it's still fun I, everything everybody i've heard who has played it has said i actually have two decks here i was actually going to do a stream where i played it but it never happened but um everyone who i've talked to has played it, it says that it's really fun just nobody wants to buy it because they know that it's a money sink and so i think when you add some chases in there it turns into <laughs> an opportunity for you to be like, yeah, it's worth the risk. And if I don't miss, if I miss on the risk, then I still have something fun to play with. But if I hit, then I pay for my product. But like, what if it didn't also come out with every set, right? We have jump. Let's let's yeah. pretend. Let's uh, let me tell you a story where we have jumpstart one, we have jumpstart two, and maybe there's not chases in the form of uh, of of a playable card, the Gloria Shepherd, right, or the uh, the Ab- Ab- abominable snowman. Maybe the chases are special arts on lands, something like Infinity, right? Special land treatments or something like that. Now we have a problem. I'm in. I'm in. I was out, but you brought me in with like Infinity. You so brought there, me in with attendees, Josh. But thank you for that, buddy. There was special lands in Dominaria. There was. I, yeah. Oh, in Dominaria's. I know there was um, in the original one as well. Yeah. I have, uh, I have a bunch of the uh, the puppy lands. The don't puppy quote lands, which is don't great. don't quote me on this. But I'm that is my sure, favorite thing to do is quote you. I, I think that these some of the Seb McKinnon artworks were exclusive to the Jumpstart. 
So I, I think that's cool. And if you don't do it with every single set release, which happens myself. every week, then I think Jumpstart's in a great place. What you're saying, there has to be a chase if you're going to release Jumpstart with every set and then also random they, standalone Jumpstarts. Then you need should, a chase, sure. They should just do two sets a year for Jumpstart and call it a day. <sighs> like, that's all they should do. And they should have uh, dual lands as box toppers. Um, oh, okay. Well, you're so dumb. <laughs> You're so dumb. God. That's so bad. So Such I'm just saying, thing. I think that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I, I love when you make statements like that. It's just so wrong. Oh, <laughs> they can do all the art duels. Let's go, baby. Like it hurts my brain. The worst. The I think if they're going to do the product, they have to have at least, it doesn't have to be a lower source Shepherd like format warping 70, 80, $90 card. But I think there needs to be some spice in their new commanders, fun things. I think the beautiful part about commander is like, you can make a commander pretty easily. Like you can add a new commander because it's the, the top of the card. So you can put legendary creatures in that allow people to want something out of the product. You said commander, I'm out. I just I <laughs> I just loved you said it in his face. His face went to cold stone killer. His face was so disappointed in you. It so was amazing. We had a conversation like, this week. Your oh gap God. in knowledge for how people play Magic. I have admitted to you how large Commander is on a scale. Your theory that people don't play anything other than Commander is get so em. infuriating. I don't get believe em. that. Get him. It is oh, what, so what percentage, with you. you. What percentage no of Magic? Okay, let's do this right now. Let's do it right format. now. Let's go right Let's now. Throw down. What percentage in the comment section can tell God. us what they think as oh a result? God, the Michelob Ultra has come out, you guys. Now, Watch now me, ready for war. Two, two weeks in a row. Watch how big of a man I am with my Michelob Ultra. God, right. The aggressive opening. What percentage of Magic the Gathering players mm-hmm. do you think only play Commander? Oh, only play Commander? Only play Commander. Oh, tiny. Absolutely tiny. It's absolutely it's a lar- tiny. It's a larger Oh, I would assume it's a larger percentage than players who only play another format, right? I think if you're if you're going to play one format, Commander might be the most popular. The only other thing is Modern would be pretty popular because it does have a barrier for entry and a lot of variety. You can get a lot of uh, right. of mileage out of Modern. On a, it's like they draft. On, a on a monthly yeah. basis. Okay, so yeah, you go to your pre-release, you go to that thing. I'm talking like on a if you were to ask somebody, let's do it this way. If you were to ask somebody, what is your 90% of the time when you're playing Magic, what is the format you play? What percentage of that person do you think would be commander? That's such an impossible. Like what percentage am I supposed to pull out of my out of my bum here? I'm I, just, I, I All right, no, but Josh, listen, let me ask you I this. If I went to you and said, "Josh, if you 90% of your Tuesdays are spent playing Magic on Mars. What percentage of Mars time gameplay okay. would you have as Commander? No. <laughs> I think Louis, you just... Like, I need George to know that, that up for me. Thank you, George. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Listen, you, you could tell me a story where it's, it's 25 to 30%. And I have never said that that commander is not the primary way that the majority of the community engages with magic. My statement is you have so little respect for other formats. You are trying to convince me that modern horizons two is propped up solely by commander players. Every time you say solely, I did not say solely. I need to, 
I need to check. Sorry, you got George you, Wendt reason, levels of unpacking uh, I, here. I'm pretty sure the text was the reason Modern Horizons Two is the most popular Magic set is because of Commander. I think it was the the verbiage of the yeah, text. I'm so, I'm that I'm so happy right, right now. I believe that, that is that is such a cold. Like you realize that there's a huge pop. We're so far in the weeds right now. But no, keep going. I, I'm my, loving it. My point I'm is, I'm it. willing. I'm willing to admit this. You will not admit that people engage in other formats of Magic: The Gathering that All aren't right. Commander. He won't I admit challenge wrong. you. Next time he, we talk about a set, we'll talk about something other. Listen, than hold on. I challenge you, Josh. Here's what will happen. He won't admit he's wrong, but we'll do a special section on it next week when he says you didn't give enough chance to reply. Oh yeah. So that's what Ooh, we can yeah. do next week. Continue, Louie. Crap. George would, is on my side. I, I don't venture, know if I'm right anymore. I think my number would be that <laughs> that 25 percent of players only play non-commander formats. That like that there's like 25 percent of the Magic population who says I don't play commander. I, I play modern, I play draft, I play whatever. I think 75% of the people That's, would say I primarily play commander. That is what the when I think of Magic the Gathering, when I think of playing Magic the Gathering, I think mm-hmm. of commander. I think 75%. That would be my number. So what you used to call a false contrapositive, shout out to the comment section who will know what that is. Um, so like that's not what the discussion was, though. Like the discussion was what percent only play commander. Then you went to what percentage doesn't play commander. We literally changed the conversation. We did that together. We all did that together. We said, okay, Josh, you're right. People play other formats. I said, what would be their primary format? I like, I think my gut, my gut is that most people interact with magic to draft. Like they go to their F and M. Like that's my gut. My gut is that like, my gut is like, if you're looking at like, the average person who doesn't, who's not into magic. They go to their F and M and hang out with their buddies. They buy a box to draft. That's my gut. Is that they interact through draft? And like, yeah. there's an comment entire section. comment section. Let us know. What do you think? Where are you, comment section? That's what matters. Go, I don't think that's fine. Go if it doesn't go well for is. me, that's fine. If Two weeks in a row, baby. Let's roll. Two weeks in a row, baby. Let's roll. Make them um, make them suffer. Comment after, section. After make them suffer. Week, I can handle anything in the comment section. Just, God, just they really got to you. They really got to you. Things like modern. Just show some respect. I respect modern, but modern, it, it's not the driving force for Magic the Gathering. That wasn't the statement. It, I okay. realized that. All right, moving on. Jumpstart certainly is not the driving force. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to talk about Jumpstart because we all think it's an awesome product. Like, we all think it's awesome for different reasons. We all have different opinions on on what to do with it next. But we all relatively agree. So I think we I'm excited about Isu the Abominable. Level. All right, let's uh, let's talk about Magic <laughs> pre-releases. So they changed the uh, this is a couple weeks ago, but they changed the way that pre-releases work uh, going into effect now. You can essentially now as a store, you are able to sell your pre-release allocation the week before release. So I've wait just right. Allowed, nope, you're allowed so, to sell your release allocation the week of pre-release. Okay, you're gonna get so, your product early. Yeah, you're gonna get your product early. You can sell singles before release. Um, whereas before you had to wait till release day in order for your customers to come in and get the singles and you had a small amount of product that you're allowed to sell only at your pre-release events. Now you get all your product. I don't know if you're going to get it early. You're allowed to sell it early, whatever it is. Um, and some people are saying there's basically no pre-release now. I think the bigger point here though, is that Amazon, uh, not Amazon, but I guess Amazon maybe not Amazon. Ship, yeah maybe not maybe shipping Amazon, until yeah. release day. Amazon um, should not be allowed to ship it before that because they don't get a pre-release. Right. Agreed. So Agreed. Amazon Unless Jeffy B has the. I will let you guys know this. I would go to Jeffy B's pre-release. 
All right. I would like, too. That's I be would a learn event. magic just to go to Jeffy B's pre-release. <laughs> uh, so Amazon, Walmart, Target not able to sell the product until actual release day, which I think this is really good for local game stores. I think this kind of the consensus has been, wow, Magic actually did something to benefit a local game store this year. Like that's you guys are so you can guys I, are lunatics with this. Now hold can I can I contradict that a little bit? Oh God. what happens You're in a what about, mood this week. I like it. What about all the stores that went above and beyond and worked their asses off to become WPN premium and yeah. get some of these perks before those three now, stores. That sucks for those three stores, man. Well, <laughs> the the three stores that really worked their butts off to get part Sorry. of the, the gold stamp, gold seal program that Wizards offered them. That's they're okay. supposed yeah. to be but, the but most exclusive stores it. and are now screwed. Yeah, but it's okay. Oh, stop they're, they're, it. No, they're not screwed, George. They are getting three of the thousand uh, dollar magic oh, third year kits. So it's okay. Thanks, Wizards. Appreciate How it. How did this happen that I became the Wizards apologist? What in the world that makes happened total sense that to me? Corporate fat cat apologizes yeah. for corporate like, fat cats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you're WPN premium, you got you got guaranteed allocations for the Warhammer 40k premium. You get more of the thousand dollar packs. You get a whole bunch of extra goodies. And you like, oh no, you lost one of your smaller benefits. Like the the benefit that offers the most consistent business, the ability to get larger pre-orders and pre-sale more. For every release, that's a you more consistent benefit. Get, so that so let me so that's not how it works. First of all, let's clarify this. You can be a tiny WPN premium store and not get a lot of pre-release, or you can be in the and you can be an enormous non-WPN premium store and get a ton of pre-release. WPN premium does not relate to size. Size doesn't always matter. Josh, please write that down. <laughs> that's actually true. Let me go tell my wife that, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> Great. No, it's so, um, the. So that's the first thing. That's the first thing. Like, no, like Louis, last week I got to factually correct you. Um, this the so the benefit is still there. You're going to get guaranteed access to hot product, and you tend to get better allocations if you're WP and premium. From what I understand, I am not premium. From my understanding, sense. not only did you tend to get better allocations, but there was a certain percentage of boxes that wizards would actually hold back for premium swords to then boost your allocation. You could call and say, "I didn't get enough." And then you would get supplemented got, to make and, sure you got enough. And, and those are really exist. But you no, you also got to pick up your product before non-WPM premium stores. No, only collector boxes. The whole benefit was you could sell your collector boxes before okay. pre-release. Sure. Sorry, at so, pre-release. At pre-release, okay. I'm sorry. So you got to do that. And now you don't. Well, you do because everybody else gets to join the fun too. <laughs> But that's not a, that's not I, I a see what, Josh, anymore. I see what you're saying. Like, it's a lack of a benefit for those three stores that are WPN premium. I get that. Because like, you're sponsored like, by one, Josh, doesn't mean you need to carry not, their bag. I, I, okay, I feel bad Josh. for them. Listen, I feel bad yeah, for them. Yeah. Like, I want you to know when I go to bed tonight, I'm going to think of those WPN premium stores. I'm going to shed some tears. That sucks for them. But, Josh, like, I don't think it affects that, as many stores as you think it affects. Like, like that program is. It's very, very difficult for a game store to have the ability to get into that program and to spend the capital to do that. So and you guys so when this? they and so when they do, they should probably be rewarded. They should probably just get rid of that side of the program, to be honest with you. But they didn't, so that's not the, sure. it's, it still exists. Yes, George. No, it's fine. I was gonna embarrass myself. It's now I don't want to. 
Okay. Um, anyway, I let's go back to the idea that this is like still a win for. Sorry. So for the five percent of stores, it, that it's, this sucks it's a win for, for game stores. Right. At, that sucks. Those five yeah, percent sure. of stores. I'm sorry. Have fun with your extra allocations of Warhammer and other decks. That sucks. You guys for, argue semantics the week to week. The one week I choose to do it I for ninety five. That'll take you. I hate you all. You must be this tall to ride the ride, son. Keep going. For 95% of stores, though, this is something that will allow them to actually move some additional product ahead of Amazon. And so, like, I love those 5% of stores, but I I don't like Amazon oh more God. than I love those 5% of stores. <laughs> like, I hate, I'm sorry. Like, God, this 5% number is just going to just tilt me. Numbers on this podcast. Do you think it's higher than 5%? I, I'm not getting into it's this. Nowhere near, it's, it's nowhere near 5%. <laughs> it is nowhere near 5%. I would be stunned if it was 1%. Oh, good. It's the one percenters now. Great. Comment section is going to really get me. Great. Thanks, guys. No too busy. Focus on Louie. Don't worry. You're fine. You're safe. You're <laughs> no, safe here. The, the fact that the, any game store, regardless of how Louie wants to categorize them and talk down on people's hard work, I'm not I think it's great, that, I think I it's great that. that the game Stop stores it. get I to move it. product before Amazon, oh Walmart, and Target. I this think podcast. that is good. I agree. This is the best podcast there ever. There's a comment last week. That was like, why? Why would I want to listen to you guys talk? It's just like listening to three people bicker in an LG. I saw I that saw guy. That, that guy was right. He was right. You all should watch some other content. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. No, don't unsubscribe. Just watch other content from my channel. <laughs> Uh, there are there are six thousand WPN stores. Uh, they don't say what kind of premium stores. Oh, there'd be way more than that, to be honest. Maybe it is five. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Yeah. Only six thousand. Well, that's no. what the the Google says. How's your so, eight in Charleston? So I want to George. There's I want to get your take on. Oh, sorry, I want to get your take on this, George. Just to kind of move the topic along, the fact that. All stores are getting all this product. They can sell it at a certain date, and you can play the cards. You can buy singles. And then your big box stores, your hopefully Amazon, Target, Walmart, get the product a week later. In my experience as a player, as someone who's never – I've never purchased a, a Magic the Gathering product from Walmart or Target. I've just – I haven't done that before. This just feels like a release. Yeah, Absolutely. Me. Absolutely. And it, fe- it feels like this is now the release date, yeah, and they're absolutely. saying if you're a big box store, you don't get to sell product on release like, date. You're delayed a week. And I know it's semantics, but this just feels like a release. What I do think will matter is that like my customers are going to come to their favorite LGS, the only LGS that matters, especially in Charleston, and they're going to buy their incredible boxes that are all full of bangers, and they're going to go back to their homes, their dorm rooms, their apartments, whatever – and show their friends all the amazing pulls they got at America's favorite LGS. And if their friend was rude enough and stupid enough to buy it from Jeffy B, they're going to get jealous and they might come yeah. down to America's favorite LGS and buy it as well. Yeah. This is this. this, is good. I, this, this is now, here's my fear. Here is my fear. Does anybody think Jeffy B has to play by the rule? That's that's the scary part. Like, I'm like, I'm a little like, listen, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, we'll, like Jeffy B doesn't have an, that big of an incentive to ship product early. I I, I like also not, think that it's not going to backlash. Yeah, no, it's not going to affect the number of sales that Jeffy B gets. I, I I think this does. Like I think what you said though was was good and was true. Always. Like Always. I think the other side is like people 
who want want the product who typically go to the uh to walmart it's the same thing that you know i i used to buy packs at walmart before i had an lgs uh yeah oh yeah before i had an lgs i used to buy packs at walmart all the time so i started out <laughs> this is like that you josh you grew up in an lgs george you own an lgs i grew up in walmart and target <laughs> That like, doesn't change that you you also now don't own an LGS. You yeah, know that, right? It's not like now at an LGS. But it's not people, like, you, like you own an LGS. You could never have shopped at Walmart. My house is labeled as great value. Okay, <laughs> there's not a product in my store that is there's not a product in my house that doesn't have great value written on it. Yeah, that's false. The uh, but my point <laughs> is that a lot of people do shop and don't know LGSs exist, and so then when they say, oh, I when they read an article like this, and like, oh, I can get product a week early at an LGS, they look for an LGS on the store locator, and they end up at the LGS. So I think that's a, I think it's a huge win. So again, two topics in a row that we can't argue I, about. I want to I want to I'm fighting every urge to ask you what percentage of players do you think buy Magic packs that don't know an LGS exists? I think that percentage is pretty high. I, I, you have this weird view of the magic you are community. Wild I just today, can't Louis. get behind. I listen. Like I, I would say probably fifty percent. I'm just spitballing. Fifty percent of people who play magic probably don't go to an LGS. Wait, That's, wait, wait, wait! Don't go to an LGS and don't know that an you, LGS exists. You said not they the didn't know that they could get magic at an LGS. Yeah, like I think, like I think that's or didn't know an LGS existed in their area. You guys are underestimating the number of people who just play at their kitchen table with their friends. Who don't like I grew like in college. I played Magic for two years before I ever even knew that you could go to an LGS and buy cards there. You did that this last. You did that last week or last week too. You did that for two years, but then if you follow right. your own path, all of those players eventually find out that there's an LGS. Sure. That's true. But there's a large percentage of players who still don't know that is the point. Until they do. And okay. then they do. You're right. And then they stay in Magic the Other forever and they never leave no, the game and they, leave they never for die. A couple they they never, leave for a couple years they never have and then kids. they come back according never, to the Alta like, Fox article. God, and just because we have kids doesn't Louis. mean we stop playing Magic together. Buddy. All right. No, listen. Roast me in the comments. Louis. I think That's 50%. Not nice. of, what? You're not being very nice today. You're, you're, just, <laughs> I'm not, I don't like, think, you're, you're being wild today. <laughs> Louis, I, but, put kind out, get kind in. You're, you're kind being out, a little wild today. In. And we haven't I, even gotten to the section I'm most fearful of for you. estimating the number of people who don't go to an LGS. I'm telling you right now. You're I, underestimating. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. I think you're overestimating. I don't think it's not what you said. You said didn't no one exists. Didn't no one exists. Don't go to one. I know okay. people that go to the LGS to pick up product and then never go to an event. Those people probably play around their kitchen table. But Holler. they go to the LGS to pick up their product. Okay. Comment section, let me have it if I'm wrong. Listen, the comment section is going to let me have it and say that I'm wrong because the comment section is ingrained in the community. <laughs> it is. Like, they are. You're so wild today, Louie. You're so wild today. I'm not wild. You are the, wild today. The comment today. section goes to LGSs because the comment section. The comment section roasted you last week because they're deep in the Lorcana right, community as well, I'm to, sure. Let's get to Lorcana. <laughs> oh, you are just itching to get here. <laughs> You're like a kid shoveling down bees to get to I've dessert. I've done a great job of, of setting myself up for this. Uh, I, I've done a great job. Uh, I apologize to the comment section. I wait. Can I say my bit? What? 
I, I wanted to explain that while you give this bit, I want the floor to be yours. Uh, we don't, we're not going to interrupt you. The floor is yours. I got to get my notes out. Okay. I would like to apologize to the comment section because I did not do a good job of explaining my, my piece. If you go back to originally when I first talked about Lorcana, you can see my heart. But that was three, four weeks ago. And last week, I just got into it with George, and George brings out the absolute worst in me. I don't know if you know this, but George is a great person um, that brings out the worst in people. Um, anyway, so, Lorcana. Here's my, my, my biggest gripe. First off, I did not research Ravensburg enough. I did not research the two people behind Ravensburg enough, or behind the game, Ryan Miller and Steve Warner. Uh, we're we're going to talk about that first. But my initial statement about Lorcana, you guys make making content so hard. If I could meet your faces, I would. It's unbelievable. <laughs> my initial statement about Lorcana is that because of the largeness of the IP of Disney and the lack of knowledge about creating a trading card game, not a board game, a trading card game, and how the and being able to manage the economy of that said game. I do not think that everybody should just be bullish and all in on Norcana. I would like to see, and this is what I said that first week, I would like to see more information about how they plan on managing print runs, how they plan on managing the economy of the game, what the, the pull rates of the special cards are, the rare cards, that kind of thing, as well as how they are going to actually support a, the longevity of a game that is, base where you build the deck together you bring you come with your custom deck built and you play against it as opposed to a board game where your deck's already created when those three things are identified if they if i feel like they have a great you know solution to those things i think all in on lorcana it's got disney it's got all the things that you guys are saying that george is saying i think that that's great and i agree with george's point that lorcana has a better chance of success than any of the other smaller games or smaller TCGs because they have a manufacturer who has been able to go through the logistical hoops of manufacturing something like a card game. But here are my biggest concerns. You're doing a great job, George. Thank you for being respectful for us. Here are my biggest concerns. Um, Ryan Miller is, has, is one of the people who is behind Kujudu. Kujudu. How do you pronounce that? Anybody? Either of you? nobody okay cool which is a reincarnation of dual masters which is a was a pretty popular game overseas and dual masters is basically slimmed down magic the gathering which then uh they did i think three sets or two years worth and then they reincarnated it as kujadu k-a-i-j-u-d-o which they had an animated series behind and then they also put the card game and that lasted two years and a lot of the things that we are seeing with, we've only seen seven cards, look very, very similar to this game. Looks very, very similar to Duel Masters. And I don't think that a reskinned version of Duel Masters in Disney form is going to have the success that people are talking about, that Lorcan is going to innovate the TCG world and it's going to be this huge, massive hype thing. Okay, go ahead. That's all. That's my bet. Oh, I didn't talk about Ravensburg. Lorcana, or... Uh, Can you call it the right name if you're going to do all this research? I think it might it? help a little what bit. Ravensburger. Ravensburg. Yes, yes, if we're going to do all this research, it might what get the I name right. Yes, in the future. Yes, go ahead. Uh, 
Uh, the what's the one? The um, what's that game called? Uh, the other one that's Disney. Villainous. I'll help you. Villainous. Thank you. You're Villainous welcome. is a game that you. It's you play these set decks that are already made. It's not a TCG. Everyone's like, "Well, have you seen Villainous? They made Villainous, Louis. Don't you think Villainous is a great game?" Yeah, I do. Villainous is great. Okay, it's awesome. But you put the decks. You don't build your own deck. It's not a TCG. It's a completely different thing. It's a board game. It's different. All right, there you go. Go ahead, roast me. Uh, no one's roasting you. Uh, I'm glad that we had time in this podcast to do a kitchen table TCG video in the middle of the podcast. That's very cool. There you go. Um, it's as bad as I, I remembered. Have... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I have a couple notes here. First of all, uh, you mentioned if you could mute our faces. Now you know how your viewers feel. Second of all. <laughs> Got him. Second of all, you mentioned Future Sight. That was spot on that. That product was amazing. Future Sight was awesome. I miss Future Sight. Plane Chase. Um, Plane Chase is one of my favorite Plane Chase, products. Plane Chase, was, Plane Chase was great. Future Sight was amazing. I still look finally yeah. back on that. Um, you said it's George's point that Lorcana is going to get the biggest um, shot here in the TCG because of everything attached to it. That's I think that's Josh's point. Just so you Sorry. know. So I think, yeah. I think I miss. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to do the research, if you're going to do the research, <laughs> and then finally. Uh, let's see what I had here. Oh, innovate the TCG world is something you messaged. I don't think they have to innovate or change the TCG no. world or landscape. No, I think that's they could not what do anybody the same has thing. argued at all. I think this. they could do the same thing everything is doing. Yes, and, and just move on. Now, below all of that, below all of your points in your very eloquent and well researched rant, you get Thank props because that's the most research anyone's Except ever done. Except for the on name of the company, continue. That is yeah. true. That is true. Well, that I, is the most I research do- anyone's done on this podcast. He knows I'm skipping my lunch for this, and he didn't want to say the word burger because I was yeah. going to start drooling more than I already was. <laughs> I, I think you miss. I think you miss something here. What's that? We still don't know if you think it's going to be a success or a failure. You've kind of just given us a wait and see. So, I I think the success and failure of this depends on things that we have no clue about. I think the the market currently is saying Disney's going to make a TCG. It's going to be the biggest thing ever. Well, like mm-hmm. you have Star Wars that has tried to make two TCGs that have all but failed. There's sure. still people who play the Star Wars TCG that it's like a community geared. It's thing. a small. It's a small community. Yeah. Right. You have um, Harry Potter trading card game, which has a massive IP. I don't think that putting an IP on something means that it's going to be successful. Because people get bored of the same thing over and over. They reskin Magic. It's the same thing I say about other card games. Reskin Magic the Island doesn't work. They have to have something unique. You have to have something that people can fall in love with and be attached to. I, I agree. And I think you're right. But you're pulling the Josh special right now. You're not allowed to ride the fence. You tell me this all the time. I don't think I I do not think Lorcan is going to succeed. Now, before the comment section tells me that I'm bad at business, I will stock Lorcana if they come out with some of those things that look to be good. Blah blah blah. blah. I'm obviously going to take free tendies if there are free tendies. And if people in my store say, "Louis, will you get Lorcana?" Yeah, I'll get Lorcana in. So far, nobody in my store has even mentioned that Lorcana exists. Nobody even come out for a year. Like, what is wrong with you? But. You, in your defense, you get to change your opinion as new information is released. Yes. But at this point, with the information you have, no. you don't think Locron is going to be a success. Nope. I do. All right. I think we have covered that is all of my notes. George, do you have any notes? 
I didn't take notes. What's wrong with you two idiots? I'm in the Listen, middle of my work day. This is what I do. Like, Louie, my, my brother. Ravensburger is a like, – let me first start. You have, you have a higher threshold for this than any of the Kickstarters you backed, all 80 of them. You did not ask that information of any of the 2,000 Kickstarters you backed, none true. of which have any experience in physical game design. Yeah, because like we are talking about the same thing. I put $100 into a Kickstarter, and we are talking about am I going to support it as a store and put a $5,000 order in? That is the conversation that we are having. No, it's not. The question is, is it successful? Not do what not should you put five thousand dollars in? The question is, would you support it? And like you have a higher threshold for Lorcana than the any of the 85 Kickstarters you back for DCGs. You did not know any of that information about any of the games you kickstarted. Yes, I did. What what but information? I literally did interviews with the creators. Like what just information you don't did you watch cover the channel? Just because right. you don't just because you don't watch the channel, you don't research your topics doesn't mean that like I didn't do you something. You researched one topic one time and got Chill. most of it wrong, including the name Chill. of the company. Chill, breathe. But George, doesn't he have a point that no. with 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 great power and great expectation comes great responsibility here, there right? Come, the, the game comes out in a year, and he's asking for like he's asking for print run numbers. Okay, regardless, like, George, relax, will the, baby. Will there be a point if the game comes out in a year? Will there be a point that you reach where you start to be concerned about the same things he's concerned about no. if he hasn't heard them yet? Then, no. then I think then I think we've like, exposed a little bit of look, bias you have here because this is yeah, a Disney. My product. bias is I trust one of the largest game manufacturers in the world to get this right. You've absolutely uncovered my bias. I am biased towards co- towards game companies knowing how to make games. I so, I will admit this. So let's talk about that. Readily. Let's talk about it. you think you think that a board game company intrinsically has all the skills and requirements of making a TCG and making a successful TCG. I because think I have, look I look at the fact that they are going to ask a question or answer it or, or which one okay, are you going to do? No, that's, oh, okay. that's my favorite tactic. I like doing that. Yeah, that was that was good. But like I'm the master. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, I would trust them more than anybody else that's not already making TCGs. So, yeah, they're they're like a step closer yeah. in trust, but they're not the and it's the, not the same as a TCG they, company. They already have they already have distributors for their product. They already probably have talked to distributors what they think demand will be like. They're already in a bunch of stores including mine, and so they have a network of people that they can call and get information about. Yeah, that's not call true. You. For- that's, that's what George is holding on here. He's like, if I fight for Lord Kana, they will call me. They will respect me. These George is in the long in play. It, but He's been buying Disney will. stock for years. He's like, call me and ask my opinion, damn it. Listen, I don't care at all if you call me or not. I do care that you print tendies for Disney. This is very simple. Um, I like I, – I, like I like I don't know what other experience like other than making a TCG, they have more experience than anybody else in the field. So I, I will give you that I have more confidence in their ability to produce cards and to to manage that kind of thing, uh, to produce a an elegant box, to produce a high quality card back and high quality like I think like that stuff, I have a lot of confidence in that. But I act well, that like, stuff I, matters. Yeah, stuff it matters, matters a lot. But like I have the I have the opposite like feeling that you have about their ability to make a TCG because they come with the baggage of creating board games. They come with the 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 um 
the there's, attitude there's, the attitude of production and the attitude of design from a board game element not a tcg element these are two completely different things you don't have an economy another, in board games okay you, is there another designer of another tcg that's not you know that, that hasn't produced yet that has the experience in game design of these two people i can't think of one yeah, but other board game companies have made TCGs. That's that not my question. My question is of other TCGs that haven't come out yet. Is there another one that has designers of this caliber making the game? I can't think of one. Like, <laughs> what caliber? Like, you want me to just bash game designers? Like, that's what you want me to do? Like, I want you to say what other games. I want you to say. To All right, wild. here we go. Here, here's the games that Steve Miller's designed, everyone. Tell me if you know of them. Tell me if they've been successful for you. Here's the games that uh, that Steve Warner's designed. WWE Legends Royal Rumble card game. Does that one ring any bells? Does that one make you feel good? Uh, My Hero Academia, George, you bashed that one quite a bit on the podcast. Not you, accurate. I've yes, never backed the podcast. Have. You fashed it quite a bit in our personal conversation. Though. Not accurate. Like, Whoa, My Hero Academia to the DMs, moon. Leaking DMs. <laughs> like, Not accurate. Luis is fighting as always. Continue. The, the um, uh, what's his name? Also so Louis, created. Can you answer the question? Oh, you let me finish? TV? Ryan Miller also had some hands in the um, the the universe fighting system in two thousands. What's like, this guy's the, name? I think he was Steve Miller. Then he was Steve something else, and now he's Ryan people. Miller. There's two people. Okay. There's Ryan okay. Miller. God, there's the Ryan Miller. The notes to know their okay. names is my favorite. Part I don't know them, so I'm and I'm truly Warner. They're both very Steve Warner like, and Ryan Miller. Very they're very American, close names. Very American to and Steve name. Miller band really ruins that yeah. for you. Like I just I just want to say Steve Miller over and over again. They yeah. also have a group of people already dedicated to doing uh, LGS outreach. They already yeah, have like they already have U.S. representatives. They already have that's like I mean like. They're doing things that we've asked other TCGs to do, and they're doing it before they ever produce a box. And I don't understand, like, what, like, like, I guess I don't get it. Like, Let me do I it for you. It. And they don't have to produce a box for you to support them, Louie. Yeah. There you go, George. I'll do it for you. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what, like, I don't know, like, they've done everything we've asked every other TCG to do, and it's still not enough for you. I Like, other TCGs that I have backed, I have seen gameplay. I have seen the cards. I've, uh, yeah, I hundred percent. What was the gameplay like for Polywog? What was the gameplay like for Polywog? Oh I must God, have missed George, that gameplay video. Hundred dollars on Polywog because of friends of ours. Like on Grand Archive. What was the gameplay like for Grand Archive? Watch the whole gameplay video for Grand Archive. Talk to multiple people who play tested the game. Like, what do you want from me? There's like, something completely fair here outside of the weeds. Well, kind of has YouTube. seven cards in Kugaju and dice Ma- and uh, Duel Masters. Guys, outside of you getting into it, there's an honest conversation here and some good points about the fact that when it comes to TCGs, we expect certain milestones and and things to be hit. Right? We have expectations on on the path of game design to releasing a TCG to our community, we like to see certain things happen. And Louie wants to see these things happen and they haven't happened yet, right? The other side of that point is interesting because it's Disney. Calm down, George. Because it's Disney, this game is going to get a bigger shot and will likely be around for more than one set. So there's a side of that argument that says, even if a lot of these things are missed with set one, an opportunity for correction will be there. There's no, you can't tell me a world. And if you're, if you think this, I think you're being a little hyperbolic where this card game comes out and there isn't a set to, and people won't still buy it. You might there's, lose some players. Four sets already in development and production. I think that's, that's huge. That's awesome. 
and they've reduced I, I, so more sets a year, which I mean, yeah. we've asked other games That's, to do. That like, is great. They're doing everything we've asked other games to do. <laughs> but Louis right where if we get to a point in this in the production of this game, it's not the same as something smaller. One of these smaller TCGs. What? If you miss these marks, right, okay. you're Let a bigger you company. You should hit those expectations. That's right. Right. What George, more the- do you want them to do today that they haven't done already? I don't want them to do anything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the current hype isn't warranted for what the product is and the knowledge that we have. We have seven cards, zero information, zero understanding of things. Like that's that's not true though. Like that's like, hold on. That's just like inaccurate. We have a lot of information. You're just looking for one information on gameplay. Like that's all you're looking for. Like we know we we see the art style. We know they have, we know they have cells that haven't been released to the public that they're going to have on the cards. We know that. They have the cells for the animations will be on the cards. Cells for the, I don't know what that means. Like the art? Yeah. Like, okay. no, there's going to be unreleased Disney art that will be on some of the cards. So, so we know some. They're reskinning Disney animations as cards. No, listen closer this time. No, they're... unreleased cells. So, cells that have not been released yet by Disney will okay. be on the cards. Yes, yeah. like this will be a Disney That's... TCG. Like, there will be Disney art on the Disney TCG. I will readily concede that, if that's where we're going. Um, Like, we know some of the art style. We know the designers. Like, we know a lot. So, you you have confidence in the designers. What I see with the designers is that, in my opinion, there's a very high chance that this is a reskin of Dice Masters in a Disney Disney skin. Dice Masters. Not Dice Masters. Um, What did I say? Uh... Dual Masters. Dual Masters in a Disney skin. That, hey, that's it, fine. It's a very popular game in Asia. So you think like, that that's fine? You're, you're all absolutely. in that's what this ends up being. Absolutely. Right. You and I just have a vast Absolutely. If this is a reskin of Dual Masters, baby, we're all, we're, we're all Gucci. We also know that they have an incredible team of uh, designers. That's not just these two. There will be others. They've, they're hiring another one right now. They're hiring another one right now. Like they're like they are doing the things we've asked other TCGs to do. I guess I don't get it. Like I don't know what else we would want them to do today. This is hey, listen, we're gonna find out and in a year. There's when in a year we're gonna find out when when this thing succeeds or fails. It's gonna be a rough day for someone on this podcast. One of the three of us is gonna have a tough day. Yep, hundred percent. I'm gonna. I might be sick. Josh. Listen, I've I've had the same take about Disney Lorcana the whole time. As it stands Me right too. now, today, I think it's going to be a success. And the reason I think that is because I well, you asked me, I'm telling you. I agree with all of with you. your I agree no Louie, not you. Not everything's about you, George. Sometimes not it's about true. Louis. <laughs> I agree with all the points you're making, Louis, but I also am leaning harder into the fact that. Lorcana is going to get a bigger shot and a longer runway to correct. And they're going to have that ability. So they have the opportunity to make more mistakes than some of these other TCGs that I vehemently supported. And if you go to my channel, you see several that I have aggressively supported that don't have the runway that Lorcana has. Lorcana is going to have the chance to make these corrections. They're going to have a bigger audience right out of the gate. So there's a higher probability of success. Now, if we get nine months down the road and we have no information and have no idea and stuff's coming out in three months, I will get hesitant. 
I, I reserve the right to change my opinion as new information is released. But as of today, I don't understand how you couldn't lean on that side of the fence. They had like Ravensburger did 700 million euros in revenue last year. That's great. Like that's that matters, a lot of money. That matters zero to me. That matters Maybe a I'm lot right. because that means they can hire off the way they need to. Right. But they, they can, but will they? How why people- wouldn't they? Like, why would they be like, oh, I, this is my once in a generation shot. I'm going to not do anything to support it. And we also know they're already hiring for it. We know this. We know they're already hiring. I, I so know like, they're hiring. I, that doesn't mean they'll hire all the, the – because like Louis said, they might have a preconceived notion when it comes to making games, what they've done in the past. You know the bigger the company gets, the more they stick by the same cookie cutter, this is how we make a game. And a TCG is going to require well, something different. So that does – that could be – George, that all, could be a cause for concern. They've already started to discuss this. They've also already said they won't do functionally unique rare cards. That's like they've already started to discuss how they're going to view the economy and, of the game. And that's why I'm on the side of the fence that I am right now. I'm saying yeah. if we get there and this has that's I agree with you, George. Right. Right. There's agree no harder. reason to there's no reason to doubt it right now. I'm saying Louis has a point that if we get down the road and we haven't got this information, it's fair to start All being right. critical. I, I think agree. he's doing if we it get down early. the road. And they haven't, and they keep delaying and things like that. We should get anxious. I agree with you, Josh. Because they're a big company with higher expectations and a larger audience. I don't care if they delay it all. That means nothing to me. 18 months, I know. That, that means if they delay. That was for you, Josh. That one was for you, not Louie. If they delay, will, that has nothing to do with this. I hate you all. That, was, I, that, I one think, was, that one was for you, Josh. I want to make sure you know that, buddy. That one was. Love I wasn't going to say it, then I saw your face. I think that George, you are falling into the same trap that you've fallen into so often Mm. where you, Mm -hmm. you overestimate the industry of the trading card games. You overestimate Mm. what the demand will be for a new TCG. I, I dedicated my life to it. I have a whole yeah. YouTube channel. I quit my game. I quit my oh. job to support it. <laughs> Hold on. Like, I, I'm there. Louis, Hold on. I'm that there. is Louie. That is completely fair. And I, I will I, I will bear that cross with honor, buddy. <laughs> I apologize to all of you. So I could never have quit my job to support TCGs. That was stupid on my part. Continue, Louie. The, uh, one of the Magic historian, we, is that you? <laughs> one, one of the comments that we get a lot is... God, he was goat. God, he was goat. One of the comments we get a lot is that I'm under underestimating the Disney uh, collectors uh, yeah. who will who will be interested in this. Yeah, uh, I, that could be fair. I, I don't know very many Disney collectors. Hold on, Disney me, whales are unbelievable. But Disney whales, in, in, from what I've researched and looked at, <laughs> Disney whales want to collect <laughs> old Disney things, old Walt stuff, eh, old that's not uh, fair. old actual like real like reels from the from the um i don't think that's original they had the they had the ears this year that were a thousand dollars they'll sold out like in 15 seconds flat like so they like they have like the point is there's a lot of money in that ecosystem if that's the if but my point is if that's what we are relying on for lorcana to be a success then the card the chase cards and this is what we don't know. And if they come out and say, hey, we'll have serialized chase cards, then I'm like, yeah, Lorcana fans would be interested in that. I mean, they, they haven't come out and said any of that. They haven't come wait, out. They and- have. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. They have said that there will be different levels of rarity and there'll be different variants of art. And they said that there will not be a functionally unique rare card. 
That is not the same as what I just said at all. So don't say you say have this say have what? said that because they that's guessed, not what like I, you guess said that there would be different levels of rarity. Sure. All right, guys, the the Oscars wrapping up music is going. It's about time to, they, they, to you there will be have, different they, rarities. So there will be commons, uncommons, and rares. Congratulations, you're a TCG. I said, will there be serialized cards that could be actual? This is a rare item. This is a item that is unique and rare and special. That was the point. And you said, yeah, they've announced that. They've said that, which they apparently they have. haven't. Okay. You could just they said there would be alt arts. That's not okay. Not the same thing. So it has to be serialized for that to count. So only Magic the Gathering will count then and sports cards. All right, let's move on to Kickstarter games, everyone. George, tell us all the things that you wanted to talk about about uh, sorcery and Genesis and Cryptic. So Genesis just released where they're going to host their, they just released they're going to have their new location for their worlds. Uh, you can go to their, go ahead. Congrats to Asad for figuring that out because that seems like it may have been a little Asid. bit, uh, Asid, sorry, nerve-wracking for him. Uh, yeah, uh, so they, same time, same city, different part of the city, but they're going to have shuttles and all that stuff. So big props to them uh, for figuring that out. Uh, good old red, white, and blue. Nope, still in the land of poutine and fake dollars. They got, um, they're just missing the blue. They got red and white. USA, USA. They should have done the US. I'll say it. I right, already listen. said it. I'm pretty sure you already said that. I'm pretty sure listen, do you know how much freedom there is here? It's crazy. Okay. I, I know. Even though, like, I will say this again, man. Like, tons of freedom here. Like, poutine so is much. good. Poutine is good. But freedom is just. Their hockey is so bad. Delicious. Though. Nobody it cares is. about hockey. United Nobody States cares about hockey. United States hockey clearly superior in every way. <laughs> is that it's true? Like, yeah, I thought they were like better the, at hockey. That's like the only thing they care about. It's kind of sad to be honest. With yeah, you. no, it's <laughs> not true. It's not true at all, George. It's, it's called content, buddy. <laughs> it's like the only. If thing you're they relying care about. on hockey for content, you, you guys really should unsubscribe. Okay, no, like, listen, hockey is here. big. Like, hockey is bigger than TCGs. Yeah, it's true. Odd, is that true? What a oh, yeah. oh my god! This is my point. I, thank you for making my point. Yes, very apparent. You could yeah. quit your job to make hockey content. No, thank you. I'm not good enough. Oh wait! God. Wow! What? That con- <laughs> content or hockey? Wow! This got dark. This got dark today. I, I used don't... to play hockey on Friday nights. It was a lot I work. Is it during Friday night? Hockey is fun. Yeah, That's... it's like men's league. It's like a beer league. It's yeah, great. that's those are super fun. Did you all pop those Michelob Ultras and go hit the ice? <laughs> no. Hey, I gotta look out for my girly figure, dude. We're gonna start working on kid number two, you know what I'm saying? Um, so it'll be cool to see what happens with Genesis Worlds. I got a lot of people we're gonna have some kitchen table TCG shirts rocking at Worlds. Um it's gonna be great. People so. are hyped. We got some people from America's favorite OGS going. Um exciting stuff. Cool. Let's go. Uh, that's cryptic, still shipping. We talk about shipping. it every week. They, they boxed they got it. stuff in, in hand now. Yep, they got it. They're boxing it. Uh, I think it'll ship the day after Magic 30, he said. People are hyped. Uh, and I want to give him a big shout-out here. He did an Instagram giveaway where he had to be on his live to get the giveaway. And I think games should use more of the socials to do more giveaways and stuff. Mm. Listen, if you're not like, following I hometown think- TCG on Twitter, what are you doing? I did not know you had a Twitter. I didn't know you had a YouTube channel until right now, to be honest with you. So like, it's, you know, um, like I, I think that all these games should try to use the new socials to figure out how to attract new customers. Yeah. I said that last week. I'm pretty sure you, 
you're pro- you probably said it in a stupid way. Uh, so big shout out to Tanner for doing that. Uh, I told you all he was cranky today. I tried to warn you guys right at the get go. Okay, just remember who warned you first. You, okay, you guys, you guys are insufferable. Um, <laughs> um, so I told Tanner this is uh, the scoopy from me to Tanner, so not from Tanner to me. Oh, I was about to. I was about to. Go oh, on I was going to celebrate. Go on Tanner. I and, was about, and I'll I'll leave this here for other TCGs too. I. I told Tanner he should do a promo for set collecting. So if you collect the full set, you get a like a special promo, and then have one for non foil and have one for foil, and then have it be on a window of like, hey, if you do it within two months, you get this promo. If you do it within six months, you get this lesser promo. If you do it within a year, you get this. You know, I like that. That's good. I like promo. that. That's good. I think these new TCGs have a really. Uh, interesting opportunity for set collecting because it's like the first of their set right like that's a fun thing to do and i think they should like reward some it gets into logistical like how do you yeah do that like how do you so, make it so that, like you're not giving it to your friend and then they get to reward it. you have to figure it out somehow but um i don't know I like that I think, I think that's a good idea cool. uh so josh what are you doing december 3rd how many competes board for the cryptic tournament? That's right. Good job, Josh. So December third. Josh, why can't you go? I didn't, didn't say, say he could, couldn't I, go. Yeah, he's got kids. He can't go, George. He might. No, I have, ki- I have kid. Kid, he's a kid. Uh, so if you My all life is still awesome, Louis. <laughs> you guys should come down December third. Come play some cryptic. Cool prizes, exclusive play mats. Ooh, very cool so. stuff. Only at America's favorite OGS. It's awesome. We are, I believe Tanner did not officially announce this yet. We are going to be the U.S. championship. We'll be at the store on the third. And even if he says no, I say yes. Continue. Which which is the world championship, by the way. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Like we to, are the world like championship. World championship for Cryptic, December 3rd in South Carolina. <laughs> Let's go. Good point. Hockey Good. tournament. Hockey tournament to follow shortly. Hockey tournament to I'm follow. We're better I'm than that, too. I'm in. I'm in. You're not invited because you're going to say you're going to go, then you're not going to show up. I've seen this before with uh, you. We are doing, time. at my store, we're doing a learn to play as soon as we get the product in with the booster decks. Um, so for the Great. three people who watch the podcast in there, hopefully we'll see <laughs> then. So cool. Uh, Sorcery just announced a, a pretty massive update. They are going to printer. Uh, they're, they are live. Um, they started printing the decks. And everything else goes to print. I'm pulling it up right now. Everything else goes to print, uh, I think, on the 31st, if I remember right. Is that accurate? Yeah. Card printing begins on October 31st. Uh, So that's awesome. They've got the boxes and packs finalized. Uh, They've got the play mats finalized. They updated the living roadmap. And they are on rulebook version 0.7. I still think it's... It's a it's a bad way to name your rule books. I uh, I think there's some misconception with the naming of the rule book. It, it yeah. gives the it gives the the feeling that the rules aren't fleshed out yet, and that the gameplay mechanics are still up in the air. And from what I've read, from what you guys have said, that's not the case with rule book point Well, the bottom half of the, the bottom half of the screen has a hard time of getting that. But what Am I on the bottom half of the screen? I don't <laughs> know what the layout is. <laughs> George, the top, the top, the what he has said, what they came out and said is that uh, they're waiting to get a lot of the graphics and the images. So it's like an internal point seven. Uh, I think most of the the gameplay side of the game on the rulebook is is pretty much honed in. 
but they're waiting to get like the images and the graphics in the right places. You, just so we're clear, when you release it, it's not an internal point seven; it's an external point seven. Continue. I, that's fair. That's fair. I say I don't. I think that's kind of a I, weird way to do it. I agree. I am in the middle of my day as a software engineer talking to you bozos. Don't talk to me about release numbering. Okay, <laughs> I'm get, I'm having flash. Ugh, I need more of this in the middle of my workday. Great. Wow, <laughs> showing that off again. Don't fire me. Uh, so yeah, cool to see. I'm um, not going to uh, fire you for drinking water, Josh. It's okay. Relax. <laughs> why? Why do you guys hate so much that I'm? Listen, take, I, God forbid, I take care of my body. I have a case like, of oh. Michelob Ultra in my fridge right now. The difference between you and I is I'm not drinking it and proud of it right now. Yeah, I'm not like, look at me. I can cook a Michelob Ultra, boys. <laughs> Read it and weep, son. I'm not Stone Cold Steve Austin. I didn't slam the can okay. against my head. Okay. Like what? You did that would have gained way more respect for me if you did that. Yeah. Just so we're on the same page. That's on you. You fumbled. Just because you make me want to slam the can against my head doesn't God. mean I will. I Old have wrestling is okay. absolute best. An hour and four minutes in. Let's move on. Unsubscribe. To- <laughs> why, why is that your? Because <laughs> it makes them so sad. Please don't listen. Ask. My lunch is almost over. My sponsor is calling me. What are we doing here? He's right. probably calling to make sure you defended um, <laughs> premium <laughs> stores enough. I, I'm God. I, I all just, right. <sighs> uh, Metazoo Seance launch was Josh. Put your head on deck, and we're getting into it. Nobody cares. Metazoo <laughs> Seance launch was last week, um, and lots of different things to talk about. Um, lots of different. Opportunities for discussion. Number one, uh, needs to be talked about. The booster boxes are mappable. The the phrase completely. Yes, good. That so I don't want I I will let's I don't want to get pedantic here. Pedantic. Okay. Shallow and pedantic. (laughs) Um, They're not mappable. They are traceable. This was a big point of discussion. I agree with you. Continue, Louis. Okay, so essentially, if you have a case, you can open up that case. A case is 12 boxes. You can open up one box. You can open up one of each of the art packs, so four packs. And in your case, the vast majority of the cases that we have seen as a community, if you get a full hollow in an art pack, the entire case will be that a full hollow for that art pack. So if you open up if you open up those four different art packs and you open up two full hollows, one and you will get an a guaranteed essentially eighteen full hollows in every single box in your your um, case. Which means that if you get zero full hollows in those four packs, the 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 chances are very 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 high. There's very little differences, but very, very, very high from what the community has seen that you will see zero full hollows in every single booster box in that case, meaning that stores could then go ahead and just dump those boxes, knowing that there's very little value because it's all reverse hollows in all those boxes. Um, that's a big issue. Uh, and uh, I have talked to some people who are like, I will pay, uh, I will pay $35 for a box that you promised me has zero reverse hollows, $55 for a box that has nine full hollows, and they're scaling it. They're basically asking stores, yep. open up your boxes, tell me exactly what you're going to get me, and I'll pay you okay. different price points. Um, I, I want to I pause you before you go, George. You said that's a big issue. 
it might be the biggest issue. No, I. It's not. In, I, I wish this was. I wish that was the biggest issue. I really, really wish that was the wow. biggest issue, Josh. Like, believe me. Well, let's if finish that talking the, about this issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we know, when issue. we get into that, we'll talk about that. But I, I think this is a bigger issue. Uh, maybe. Well, we can debate when we talk. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll, we'll discuss. The other issue. We'll oh, relax, we'll Cranky Pants. God almighty. Maybe you could have had a Michelob you know, Ultra, Louie. Good now Lord. Dr- now I'm drinking proudly, George. Yeah, go for it. Good Lord, Louie. Jeez, oh, flip. You're cranky today. You love saying that. It's like you're well, you are. <laughs> All right. Tell us your point on seance. So, okay. So first, let me just say, like, there is a weird rumor that that's not true for all the cases. Maybe it's not for the later cases. That doesn't matter because everybody's going to assume every case is mapped. Yes. Traced. I apologize. Um, So, like, this is awful. This is totally awful. Um, This this is, like, this is, like, this is almost inexcusable. Like, it's their fifth set. Yeah. Like, How how are we regressing? I mean, like, not, like, this is so freaking frustrating. Like, I am so angry. Um, like, I'm angrier than I was when it came to the tops boxes for wilderness being weighable. Um, like, this is so, this is so unacceptable. Uh, so, going to what I'm telling Josh, this is not the biggest issue. It's not close. The biggest issue has been. They're silent. Yeah, they haven't said anything about it. This is something that should have immediately been addressed. This is because by not addressing it, by not making the issue public, it hurts two people, two groups of people, new players and players that aren't already in tune with the community. Because this is all this is well known in the community. Yeah. So it hurts people who aren't in who aren't ingrained in the community yet. So they're the ones getting all the garbage boxes. Yeah, because they're still buying boxes on the open market. And here's my message to Mike. Uh, I'm like, you know this. I love you. Like, this is nothing personal. I'm the first one to call the success of MetaZoo publicly, I think. Like, this is, here's what happened. Here's the only statement they made about it. And this, I think, highlights the much bigger issue I have with this. Somebody asked, and Mike's asked me anything about this. That comment was then removed by a moderator. Mike, to his credit, then answered it, and then the guy was given a timeout for a day <laughs> by another moderator. Yeah. I did not believe in MetaZoo because of the people who are moderating this. I believed in MetaZoo because of Mike. Yeah. You, like, put your foot down on this nonsense. Hold on, boo-boo. This has to be fixed. This has to be fixed. I think they should recall the boxes or give you a pack for keeping the box. They have to give find a way to give you some value for getting this box. I also think they have to take a break from new products. Yeah. This is showing major production issues. We've already seen major production delays. Yeah. Halloween masks. No, we don't have revive boxes yet from Wilderness. It's two sets ago. Three sets ago. I mean, like, I come on. I mean, like, like they need to take a break from products and fix this. Well, yeah. I so first off, uh, there was no comment when we reached out 
to uh, when you reached uh, out when I yeah. reached out. Yeah, there was no comment about this. Um, so I, I was trying to get something to say from them, but um, there's, there's no comment for this. I will say that uh, I think the increased amount of products is probably a contributing factor because I received the majority of my product shipped directly from overseas. And yes. I am, I imagine that uh, I, I will assume the best in MetaZoom that they did some quality, they did some creed from the office, some quality assurance. But, but um, I, I, I have to finish. But when you receive something, like, I, I think it's you, the product that was sent to them, maybe they did quality assurance on and it, it was great. Um, but the product that they were sent to stores, then maybe it was different and they, it was a different batch. Um, and so I think as a, as a company, you need to get your product in, you need to do quality assurance before you ship it out to the stores who are then shipping out the product to make sure that it matches the quality of your earlier print tests and that kind of thing. So that, that, now you can say your, your statement. I, I just, I just want to challenge you on the point that I, I, listen, you say I, I'm giving MetaZoo the benefit of the doubt. And, and my big takeaway here with this release, I actually have a lot to say about this release, but I'm going to kind of, I, I normally, I just, I agree. And I, and I kind of give my two cents here, but this MetaZoo release has, has gotten under my skin. I, I don't believe that MetaZoo has done enough in recent memory to deserve that benefit of the doubt. There has been more issues than successes as far as the trading card game itself has been concerned. So you mentioned this benefit of the doubt. I, I don't think that's been earned. And I think that it's fair to say this is kind of par for the course. The print quality of the cards has gotten better. I mean, like even I opened up boxes of seance to test this out. Like the the card quality has increased. So sure, they are obviously work. My point is they were they have obviously been working with their printers to. It's not like they're just like, hey, I'm gonna get on Alibaba and send something to some random company. They they, they have obviously been in communication with their printers. So. That's where the benefit of the doubt comes from in my mind with the, this issue, this specific issue. I'm not saying sure, there are other issues, but like right. I'm saying receiving your boxes as a store, no other game do I receive my boxes direct from the manufacturer. And, uh, but it seems like with I every agree. set. I agree, but that doesn't bother me, to be honest. Like but It says that they don't care, that it implies to a store when I receive a beat up box of. Uh, of it's got two sets of theme booster theme decks in it, and it came from China, and it's completely mangled and destroyed, and customs ripped it open. And like this is a box that I received as my shipment, and I also like I still don't have my release set event boxes, and I'm missing a case of booster boxes. So the entire setup of all this stuff to me implies that they just don't have the the manpower to care about the product in the way that they need to care about the product for stores to then sell it. But this is, this is a problem that comes with the, the architecture of their products and their, and their product philosophy. You guys have told me for weeks that the trading card game is not the main thing. And if that 
philosophy travels all the way up through the company, this release to us, which has the opportunity to be in front of thousands of people, is not a top priority because it's not the main thing. It, it's That's not to say it's not one of the important things, but in my opinion, it should be the main thing. And it's a constant miss because it seems like every TCG release, every box release that we get with MetaZoo, it seems like there's something. And there's always something. And it feels like you should be aiming to make well, this was something the main. for UFO. UFO release seemed to go fine. I got all my boxes on time. Yep. Like the the set wasn't my favorite set, but like but, but like it, the community then kind of rejected the set in the sense that it didn't sell great. There wasn't a ton picked up. And the thing for UFO was that was before they reduced the print numbers. So it was overprinted. Okay. Like there's oh there's always something. You look back at nightfall, you look back at wilderness. I, I I'm I'm saying it it why, just why? feels like we're not focused on what I think we should be focused on. Uh I disagree. Uh so I, I think we're you focusing do. you don't care I think we're focusing on the exact right thing and that like, this is an unacceptable release. Well, like, that's sorry. The MetaZoo is not focused on the thing they should be focused on, which should be the release of the TCG, in my opinion. So I, I don't agree with that, but I don't think I care about that, to be honest. Like, what I think, like, I, what I don't care about is if the demand for this instantly sells out and it goes to the moon. I don't care about that. What I do care about Nobody is do, do they meet a minimum threshold for an acceptable product? Right. And this product does not. And it's, not, not it's not a concern. Th- You've heard nothing said because it's not the main thing. They don't care. But wait, but Josh, like. but, like, releasing something bad isn't the same as saying it's not a priority. This they release something bad, but if but but if it was a priority, the release theoretically would have gone over smoothly. You've told me about all the things Medicine's undertaking. I think the amount, fair. Of, the amount of this, money the company makes, the amount of resources, the amount of care Mike has for the product. If he if this was the yeah. main thing, I have to believe the release would have gone better. Uh, Josh, I think everything you're saying is fair and true to Seance. I don't think it's fair and true to UFO, and is, that's my point. And the other and wilderness and wilderness, like. Wilderness, I, I didn't receive my boxes and be like, does Mike care about this? Like, did he ever see it? Like, when I received my seance boxes, they like the boxes were literally ripped open by from customs. They had duct tape around them. It was like a complete different experience receiving seance than it was the other boxes. Sure, and then you have the all these quality control issues that we didn't see in those other boxes. We saw some sure. of the reverse hall of things in Nightfall. I, I will say Nightfall. That was fixed in Wilderness. That was fixed in UFO. But when those sets had been released, there was concerns about the amount of product and how much the product was moving and how much it was selling off the shelves. You guys had like, those concerns. And if it was the main thing, now. there was plenty of window to fix those things. I think I he did fix the it. overprint though. Like, like he, like, he yeah. the print run. But he didn't do it as in a product that went well, something else went wrong now. Okay. I am kind of agreeing with you. I am confused by you. (laughs) Um, So like, like, listen, here's what I think needs to happen. I, I think Mike needs to make a statement today. Discuss this openly. Mike needs to figure out a way to make this right. Yeah. Mike needed to make a statement yesterday. Well, I agree. I've already said that. Do you want me to are they like, <laughs> congrats. You like, I, I said that five minutes ago. Yeah. Um, like Mike should have made a statement the day it happened. 
Like I got my first text at 7 a.m. on release day that there was a problem. I am positive Mike got a message before I did. I shouldn't say that. I'd be surprised if Mike didn't get a sure. message before I did. Um, like this, this, like that right away, they should have been like, hey, don't sell this product, hold it back. We're gonna figure out what's going on and then we're gonna address it. That's the way it should have been done, in my I think, in my opinion. Sure. And, well, you get to do this. Let me do this then. You always get to say your advice to Mike, your advice to the MetaZoo team. I have advice to to Mike and the MetaZoo team as well. And you guys don't have to agree with me. This is just from for my side of the table as a trading card game player. I think you need to focus in. I, I don't want to hear any more announcements about the big scoopies, about the announcements. I need you guys huddled up in a room and figuring out how the next release goes well. I don't, I don't care about the next announcement of the Aoki skateboard, t-shirt, gold chain. I don't care about any of it. I'm in. The next release for MetaZoo needs to go well. You need to hit this out of the park, and you need to focus in on the biggest way, in my opinion, that people are consuming your brand and your product. And frankly, banning people who don't agree with you and don't see eye to eye is not going to solve the problem. You're not going to ban your way out of this. You're not going to go silent and then release the next Scoopy. You need to huddle up, circle the wagons, and figure this thing out. And that's my advice. You don't have to agree with it. So that's let me what just I would say do. this. Mike, I disagree with it a little bit. I love the Scoopies. Keep going the Scoopies, baby. I'm all in on Scoopies all the time. Continue. I, I think the, the core product has become not as important for MetaZoo. And Josh, I agree that it should be. Um, Listen, like I, I think like personally, I agree with that. I think that this product in my mind seems like MetaZoo's like, hey, we made it uh, and we, we can oh. kind of start focusing on other things. Uh, what and I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm agreeing. With you. I'm saying that statement upsets me. Jesus, man. You guys today. Good Lord. We are never doing middle of the day podcast again. I'm going it right now. This I, was a one-time event. It's over. Never happening again. I, I think what you're going to see from here is um, this is going to be hard for. So I have two conversing takes on the issue. Number one, nothing changes in terms of the number of boost or the number of full hollows that are available. So if, if the, sure. there were still 50,000 boxes made, there are still the same number of full hollow chase cards. It's going to be really interesting to see what number, uh, like what demand you see on the single side of this market. But st stores are going to be put in a really weird position. If they sell a booster box, their customer opens it and it's all full hollows. What do I do with that box? I can't in my, I can't sell you that box knowing that there's going to be zero full full hollows in it. That puts me in a really bad position, and that's going to make stores not very excited about carrying. It also problem. looks like the secret rares might be clumped. Um, yeah, that's there's a lot of people who pulled five secret rares out of a single box. Yeah. Um, like, listen, this product needs to like uh, you know what like this product needs to be recalled. Yeah, it needs to be recalled, or there needs to be a way to give stores or give customers something to make this right. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Like, I thought about that a lot. I don't know what that would be. Uh, but, like, listen, like, I, I think having traceable boxes that are clumped with secret rares is, like, listen, it's not great. Um, I, I, like, something, um, 
something drastic needs to be done, I think. And you can see this in the community, like in all the discords, except for the official one, <laughs> for some reason. Uh, this has been the topic Wonder of why. discussion for weeks now, for a week now. Wonder um, and I will say this, like that dude that asked that question should not have been muted. No. This comment should not have been deleted. There, and, I, and there's no benefit from hiding this stuff. No, like it, no. only it's going to piss people off and make them leave yeah. the game. And, like, and that's I, a frustrating part is seeing people who and we I, got into the game and we helped get first edition product on release who are now just done with it because of what they're seeing in, in the discords and that kind of stuff. Like, and I, I do think this is like a new, I, I do think you're seeing TCGs shift. I think like the older new TCGs weird. They used to be like, let's ban everybody. Like you don't see that in the new crop of, tcgs so like you know like sorcery reached out to me when i said some not so kind things they were like we want you to know we take your criticisms at face value we're working to figure this out with you like what concerns you have let's talk them through tanner has done that with other people who have been harsh on his game acid has done that with people with his game the new group of tcgs just understand that like banning people is kind of it does way more harm than good for the community it's way more harm and and listen, the the light at the end of the tunnel here is, I guess, it, it's it's a company that has the resources. And if you guys, if everything you guys tell me, which I do believe what you tell me about the company, about its creator, about the people that work there, the passion is there. The opportunity for change and to fix this is here. Maybe this is the wake up call that we need. But I again, I I, I you I can't hear it from you guys anymore. And and listen, you you could be right. I don't care. <laughs> About the auxiliary God, product. What are you? I don't care. What are you listening to us talk about, Josh? No, I, we have like, been listen. very, very critical no. of this product. I, I, okay, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying I can't hear about the God. next Scoopy. I can't hear about the next so product I, until we've circled the wagons and know that I agree I, with you. I'm I, you I, won't, I don't want to hear about award. it anymore. He is the only one that can make me agree with Louie. I'm convinced. You are the only Listen. one, and it, it, it hurts my spirit. He, you know, here's what else I think. I, I jumped the gun. Do. I thought you were about to talk about the next product because that's just what I'm used to. You but you have been, you. I think you, you've been fair, and I, I like a lot of your takes. Okay, great. Um, Mike, needs to do a, Mike needs to do a shakeup as well. Some heads have to roll. Yeah, like heads have to roll who, this. Who's responsible for the product? That's the question. Yeah, <laughs> what's the what's the team responsible for this? They cannot be having a good day. Like, and all, like, listen, like this is unacceptable. Like, this was also something that should have been caught in fifteen seconds. Like yeah. when my rank, my my phone rings before the first door I know of opens on release day. Listen, like, this is where I come back to. Like, I received my product like didn't come from some of the product came from metazoo but like a lot of the product came direct and like that that doesn't feel good when you have issues with product clumping and that kind of stuff um josh to, to your point like i i think this to me says this to me makes me question what is the level of care like what is the level of Ooh, like no. listen like, no listen, don't go too far now. I'm not going too far. Like this, I don't agree with that. Like thing. when you have when you have things like um, like Halloween. How do you do Halloween product and not get it in the hands of the customer That's, in time for Halloween? That listen, is not I'm, saying like yeah. I get it that delays happen. I I'm all in on delays happening. Maybe it's yeah, gonna be Halloween but, next year or in 18 but, months. But that we Meta just Zoo, relax. Listen, MetaZoo has the capital. We know this. They sell out of everything. They sell. 
tons of product. They sell, they make a lot of money. We know this. We know this. They make a lot of money. They have the capital to print the product six months ago and store it in a warehouse and pay three grand to store it in a warehouse for six months and then ship it out on time to people. They have the capital. They're just taking shortcuts. And like, that's what's frustrating because the end user is going to say, I'm done with this. I'm frustrated with this. And those end users are the people that buy product from me. Those end users are the people who want to collect the game and want to play the game and want to, you know, be involved. This one hurts. Yeah. This one hurts. Let me be very clear here. Medicine is the only game I currently collect. Like, it is the part of my I, like my favorite, huh? Other than Lorcana, I wouldn't say I collect Lorcana. Lorcana is not a game yet, silly. Yeah, they haven't produced boxes oh yet, really. Um, so, like, the, would you simmer down, you? Like, my favorite collectible I own is actually a nine point eight um, first edition first print comic. I believe one of three. Uh, I love the zoo. This doesn't change my love for the zoo. What this does change is my confidence in the zoo. Like this, this is a feels bad. This feels awful. And I think like, I, I, I hope, I hope Mike understands how bad this feels. Um, people are going to get hurt because they're going to buy boxes that don't have any full hollows. They're going to buy boxes that have virtually no shot of the secret rare. Like it, it challenges the whole market. Um, and it just makes me really sad. Like, I'll be honest. Like, my first thought on this was, like, I'm angry. And I was like, God, no, I'm just sad. Like, I really wanted this to go a lot better. And it's kind of inexcusable. It went this badly. Now, like, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were done. Sorry. No, go ahead, boo-boo. I was, say- I was saying I've said a lot. And I've been, I mean, I've been very critical. And this this hits me home because I just, I, as someone who, and is the end consumer, right? I am the end game of TCG products. When stuff like this happens and you, you don't know about it, it really sucks. But there was, there was mention that this set is amazing as far as a gameplay from a gameplay standpoint. Now, maybe if you're someone who enjoys playing MetaZoo, there's an opportunity here to get product at a lesser cost. So I'm trying to find a light at the end of the tunnel and if I'm you're not. playing MetaZoo, I, no, I, I think this is an abject failure. I'm saying if you are a <laughs> MetaZoo player, though, you could find some product and maybe enjoy something that you choose to enjoy that you really like for for a lesser cost. There's a possibility there. I, if you like uh, having uh, sealed booster boxes on your shelf, it'll make it easier to get uh, sealed booster boxes. True. Uh, that's true. It's not going to this. This is not going to help the single. I mean, I I don't know what the demand for playable singles in MetaZoo is in terms of yeah, what actually either. matter. But this will not help the single. This is not going to make singles cheaper. There's there's literally singles that are only available in the full hollow, and so if people yeah, aren't that if the people, eight. yeah if people aren't opening boxes, it's just going to make those singles more expensive. So wait, is that true? Yeah. So your takes wrong, buddy. Shocking. Oh, I yeah. yeah. So never saw it coming. Anyway, this sucks. Uh, I'm disappointed. Like, I, I don't know what to do with boxes. Nobody like, does. I mean, like, I like I think we, if I were a store, I'd wait and see if Mike makes a statement over the weekend. Um, I've also, I think Mike needs to address it. I finally got an email from them about my uh, my release event decks. Like, I still have my release event decks, so I can't ship out my bundles. 
Um, I will say that my bundles will have booster boxes with nine full hollows in it. I can guarantee you that. Nice. And nice. I opened up, uh, like I opened up a case and a half and I'm going to throw in all the singles from that case and a half randomly into the, the lots just because does like, this also include a dyed sweater. It does include a dyed sweater. It's sold out. It's done. Embroidered. It's not sold out, but I'm done selling it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with everything. <laughs> not sold out, but I'm not, I can't sell it. In good conscience, because you, no, you don't know. Yeah. No. So, and I don't have the release deck, so I have no clue when I'll even be able to ship it. So, there it is. So, well, this um, is super frustrating. And like I, yeah. you know, and I, I'm sure Mike knows this. I yeah. have been dreading this part. I've been dreading this podcast, not just because it means I have to deal with Josh and Louie, uh, but like mainly because of this. Um. Um, you know, uh, I'd like. I'd, to- good. Uh, I watched uh, Stax's box opening, um, <laughs> which again was amazing. And it pained me every time he felt the need to say, I still love MetaZoo. I still love MetaZoo. And he's not, and, and like, it felt like, like, dude, stop. We know you love MetaZoo. Like, you're like, I, he doesn't have to say he loves MetaZoo. I don't have to say I love MetaZoo. It's obvious on what we've said and done over the last several years. Yeah. This is not – you should be able to be critical of games and people understand you still love them. Yeah. And if not, that's a failure on the creator and the community. A take. Great take. I will not apologize for being critical. No. I won't. Like this was wrong. This was a bad release. Yeah. Mike has, in my opinion, an obligation to fix this. Yes. Because what he's done right, because what the problem is right now is stores and consumers are taking the financial hit for MetaZoo's failure of this product. And that's not okay. I hope Mike does what's right. I really do. I love MetaZoo. Um, I hope Mike does what's right. I hope he fixes this. I hope he figures out who was in charge of this and they either have a tough day at the office or their heads roll. So like somebody I, has I can't to, I can't in good faith call for someone's job just cuz no that's scary. Right. Because a pro, cause, I do. like what is like a cool, like what is like why not? Like 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 uh, what am I missing? Like is there job was a booster boxes and like the Listen, booster box just, came out like this. No, I don't like, care. Right. Like, I'm not saying so much I, I care about someone gets fired because now I have a kid and I freak out about that a lot. So uh, here, especially here's, when I here's what I think, George. I don't. In the middle of my day. I think George, you're being. I, I don't think you're intentionally being too soft. I think, I think, <laughs> I think you're focusing too much on the booster boxes. We said, um, remember Nightfall? We said on this podcast we didn't get all of our product in time for release. Like I didn't get release event decks in times for a pre-release again. This is I, this is now. There's what five Metazoo sets? I believe this is three sets out of the five that I didn't get release event deck boxes in time for release. How am I supposed to do an event a, to hype up the new release if I never am gonna if I never get the release event boxes on time? Like I, I, th- this is a holistic. They need to holistically change the way that they do products, the way that they do products and 
last minute shipments, the absolute cheapest way to get it to stores, the absolute, like seemingly cheapest way to get to storage. Like they need to change the way that they view things and, and back up. They need to put a hole, a hold. You need to say, we're, I agree with, I think somebody said on the podcast, we're not going to do any more products for five months until we get caught up and we get a backlog. And then, you know, when you order a medicine product, it's going to ship that day and it's going to come out when stores know they're going to get their product. It's just like every other game. I got my Whoever Dominaria boxes. Is sexy. I got my Dominaria boxes four days before release. I had plenty of opportunity to check my inventory, to make sure I could sell stuff, to do a release event or to do a pre-release. Like, Pokemon, I get my boxes early. Every game I cover, I get my boxes early and in time for the release, the street day, and all the stuff. And, like, MetaZoo has the capability to do that. They've got the money. They've got the, the customer base. They've got the years of experience now. That should be the standard that we we held, where we hold them to. So, Listen, I think this is bigger than just the boxes are clumped. I agree. Yep, I agree. And I don't get the chance to do like what you guys do. You guys have different deeper relationships in the in the community than I do. But from this side of the table, I this is this is the one thing I'd say is circle the wagons. I I, I personally, and this is just my personal take, I view the MetaZoo product, the cards, the TCG as the main thing. Circle the wagons, get this right, and then expand. That's my message. Who knows if it's right? Cool. Anything else? We done? What a great hour and a half together fellas that was beautiful it was really enjoyable i appreciate both of you you guys had really wonderful takes this week i thought yeah this is i I appreciate your incredible research into the name of the company thank you yeah thank you wait wait wait. this isn't gaslighting but it may be patronizing (laughs) all right everyone thank you so much for watching may this be with you Uh, we're so stoked that you were here and uh remember be kind to the people around you and may this be with you and also also with you dr louis Thank you.